Today on the Penguin Stuff Podcast, we talk about the final games of the season, what might happen in the offseason, and our predictions for the rounds to come. All of this and much, much more on our silver episode of Penguin Stuff. Welcome back to Penguin Stuff. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. I'm Abby. And we dead air. <laughs> no, we are going to um, talk about. We're gonna we're gonna have some group therapy here and uh, talk about the um, Penguins play in round series against the Montreal Canadiens. And um, Abby's got something to say. You know what it was? Pro hockey talk. Every single one of those people said the Pens would win, and did, we don't do well when people think we're going to do well. Do, did every single one of them think the Oilers were going to win also? I Except think so, one. yeah. One guy said the Blackhawks in five. Probably, yeah. yeah. That was me. I'm on pro hockey talk. Okay. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, when that happens, I would, yeah, you'll be making some good money. Okay, so let's talk about uh, four games. I think um, garbage. I think <gasps> all of, three of them. Four of them. <coughs> I think I think in the four games, I think I I watched in those four games, I think I saw about maybe a grand total of maybe 180 minutes of good hockey from the Penguins. But the all of that was by the fourth line. Oh, well. But the but the rest of the rest of that time I thought we just we didn't play very well at all. There was no urgency. Yeah. At all. I think they were convinced that they were going to win, too. So they just were like, well, this isn't a big deal. Well, one. Montreal wanted it. Sullivan, I think, is the one who has to shoulder most of that blame. How so? Well, one, Gensel's back. You put him on the first line with Sherry and Crosby. That worked great three years ago. They're different players now. Sherry stays on the first line. Zucker moves up to the first line. Sherry, uh, Gensel on the first, second line with Malkin and Rust. Yeah, that because that was a really good line. As um, soon as Gensel started playing with Malkin, Malkin started playing so much better. True, but uh, Gensel started playing with Malkin because Crosby wasn't there. I know. So, but you have would to- would you have that same dynamic? With Crosby still being there, how do you know? We never tried. Well, we yeah, you're you're right. You're right. We never got the opportunity to see it. And you know Gensel, Crosby, Zucker, and Sherry worked well together. Yes, they did. And then all you do, keep your fourth line the same, second line the same, first line the same. Throw whoever else is left, whoever you want to play, on that third line. On that third line, yeah. So let's let's talk about the defense. Or the lack of it. The, yeah, the garbage. Best line, Marino, Pedersen line. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. Hands down. That's Pedersen, your number one line next year. Pedersen and Dumoulin were words. like the only two I felt that actually played very, very defensively. Like Marino has not had like any playoff experience. I don't know about Pedersen. But last year. Do but, go ahead, finish your thought. I'm sorry. I feel like from what I saw, Dumoulin had to cover for Latang a lot because Latang would go up and play offense because Latang is Latang, and yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, and so um, I feel like Dumoulin and Pedersen 
along with Marino, were probably the three best defensemen. And they weren't even playing that well. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about Jack Johnson and Justin Schultz, eh? Do we have to? Hopefully, they both played their last game as a Penguin. See, I... I just feel a- like the pairing is bad. I don't think Johnson necessarily is a bad player. He's a good um, grinder, but just with Schultz, You can't play he didn't him the 15 minutes well. a game that he has been playing, though. You I, play your grinder seven minutes a game. I think, I think, see, but but the problem is, as a defenseman, you're going to get more minutes. So even if you're a grinder, you've got, you've got to shoulder a load of about 15 minutes. That's about average for an NHL defenseman. Now, what I will say about Jack Johnson is, I like the fact that he's a big guy. I wish he would come to the defense of, like, Sid and Gino a little bit more. The thing that I saw in this series from the Canadian standpoint was they played a game that they could get away with. And what I mean by that is they were clutching and holding and sticking and hooking and tripping all over the place, and it wasn't being called. Not to say that the Penguins played well and they got hosed. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that the the way that the Canadians were playing defense, especially against Crosby, Crosby's line, really, was oh, yeah. they were playing the Crosby the way you have to play him. And that is the same way that nobody plays McDavid. Hmm. Right? Well, nobody gets away with holding and clutching because McDavid. Because he's so fast. Agreed. If Crosby had that he And he speed. used to have that speed. Which leads us maybe into our next segment a little bit later because I want to talk about the future of this team. I also I also think that um, I think that maybe the competition committee needs to um, consider getting the refs to call more interferences on goaltenders. Carrie <coughs> Price. Carrie Price. <laughs> Throughout the game, was uh, interfering with players on the forecheck. That made me so angry. And he was getting away with it, mm-hmm. which is fine. If you get away with it, fine. It's, to, in my opinion, it's it shouldn't be allowed. But right now, it is being allowed. So, um, that's that's kind of what I saw in this whole series. Um, yeah, I think they're still trying to play their. 2016 2017 game Mm -hmm. in 2020 and it's not working so something's got to change whether that's sullivan whether that's players i don't know i think sullivan is smart enough to to get these guys to play in in his parlance the right way um but i but i think i think something needs to change Mm -hmm. and i think i don't know the last game, the team played pretty okay. Like, better than they had been they played in good front of Murray. for 55 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Schultz. Yep. Who won't be here next year. Mark my words. Okay. Yeah, that's part of what we're going to be talking about in our next segment. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean... He, it, he was trying to play the puck. It bounced. Bad bounce. And also the defense was all over the crease, so... We won't talk about that. But I say, and I will say on that goal, 
I like Jari, but he was out of position. Well, he was playing the puck over there. Well, I mean, it, it rebounded off a couple skates out to where the guy just was able to knock it in. And yeah. And if your defense isn't all over the crease, you can slide across, possibly make that save. Maybe. Okay. Anything else from you, Abs, on this series before we close the book on the 2020 season? I just want to mark and take note of Tanev because I just remember this one play that he made. I don't think we even got anything like substantial from it, but I just remember being so impressed because the Canadians player, he was in the middle of a neutral zone and Tanev was like way on the other side oh, of the Oh no, we we scored on that of play. the zone. Did we score? Yes. I can't, I couldn't remember, but that was, he That was Bluger's goal to go 3-1. He booked it. Like he sped and it was like so I was flabbergasted. He went so fast and then he like he uh, and then he like he picked his pockets, and I'm like, dude, that's more. I feel like what the team needs is energy mm-hmm. and young players that can come in and I don't know. If Jim Rutherford's smart, there will be many, 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 many moves of players who may or may not be, you Agreed. know, ones we want to see go. Yep. Yep. But they may have to go to get younger. I'm talking Malkin. <laughs> Look, okay, I'm talking. Let's, Hornquist. Let's segue. Let's segue then into segment number two. Okay? We have Tanev now. Uh, do we need Hornquist? Let's let's segue into second into uh, who into, knows into segment number two, and that's this: uh, the question, what do you see the Penguins doing this off season? Who's going to be gone from this team come uh, November and December? Mm. What should we do if we get the number one pick in the draft? Now this is this right. is a question. Well, let's let's just go back. Let's say what should the Penguins do in this off season? Can I start? Because I only have one thing. Okay. I I have been thinking this for quite a while. I believe that the Pens need to let Murray go because the poor guy can't catch a break in Pittsburgh. He doesn't play well in Pittsburgh. And Jari is just as good as him. Agreed. And Andrew doesn't think so. I, I saw the look on his face, and I don't think he thinks you – I don't think he agrees with you. But I think ahead. I'm pretty – they're pretty – they're not the same playing style at no, all. No, no, no. Murray's a lot more calm and collected. And Jari's a lot more like Flower, mm-hmm. which is why which is why fans love him so much. It's why Jari works for our team, and too. it's why Murray can't get a break because he's not flashy. Mm-hmm. He's just he as doesn't good. have the effort, right? Um, but I say we let go of him, of Murray, for cap space and for possibly if Vegas. Because <laughs> they have Robin Leonard, and they're talking about well, they're letting even, Flower go. They're not even and playing so Flower in, they're this, not. in the playoffs. And so I'm like, he could come back to Pittsburgh, and I would absolutely die and love it. But that's just that's probably just a dream of a dying Flower fan. But it's fine. It's fine. But I do believe that we should let Murray go and get Jari some starts okay. this next season. Andrew. Okay, so you, I know you have. I know your list is extensive. So uh, give us just a couple of things that you think that right. the Penguins should do in the offseason. So here we go. We have Marlowe, who's up. He's probably mm-hmm. not going to come back unless he signs an entry-level deal, which I'd be totally fine with. Get that veteran's present mm-hmm. with Crosby. you got to keep Crosby. Crosby's good. Stain, obviously. He's the Gensel Stain. I say you re-sign Sherry, Connor Sherry, okay. to about $3 million, $2 million maybe, a couple years. All right, because we still have a chance to win. Yeah. Keep guys oh. who know work well in the system. Yeah. Zucker, I think we have for one more year, or you got to re-sign him if he's cheap. All right. Rust stays. Malkin could go. Mm. 
That would be that would be I would that would be tough to see him in another jersey, but it would be very tough. I feel I love the guy. That would also bring down morale because I feel like he's one of those guys in the locker room that brings lots of energy. I could be wrong. I don't. But I feel like he can be that. I don't know. But you could trade him. Thing is, you could get so many good prospects. Here's, and even some guys who could play right now. Here's the problem with in the, return. Here's the problem that I have with that. And that's simply this. If Crosby goes down, and let's face it, he's older. He's not the young stud he used to be. He does get injured quite a lot. And he's been injured the last couple of seasons. Um, if he goes down... I'm not sure you're going to have that guy who could step up. And, to, and I know you're going to say Gensel and, and Rust and all of them combined. They've all played center. I understand. But, but, but hold let, let me just say this. I, I think that Malkin is a good safety net. Now, mm-hmm. you got to weigh, weigh whether or not um, the safety net is worth him collapsing when Sid is playing. Because very rarely do you see these two guys playing lights out at the same time. Exactly. And I mean, okay, you keep Jared McCann. He's pretty cheap. He's a good depth okay. center. And then you keep keep the, the fourth line. If we do, if we do get the first round pick. Well, you've already got Tanov. You're not going to get rid of him. His no. contract's too big. Aston Reese and Bluger all still have a couple years left. Mm-hmm. Bluger's still on an entry level. Yeah. For one more year, I think. But anyway, we have Lafferty, who plays center. Mm-hmm. If we do get the first round pick, I say you trade Malkin, re-sign Evan Rodriguez. Now you see, if, if we got the first round pick, the first I, draft pick, the, the first if we got the first pick of the draft, if we got Lafreniere, I have no, I, I would have no problem saying goodbye to Malkin. Okay, because Malkin would probably have Malkin's probably. I think Malkin's the most expensive player on our team. You're probably right. I don't know that for sure. Yeah, but I think you probably are right. But anyway, you let Ricolo go. Okay. Resign Rue Weedle. Let Schultz go. Yes. And then you please. have Churchman, uh, Rue Weedle, and who's that other defenseman? P- Joseph. Okay. All who can play third line with Johnson. And if you get a defenseman, defenseman, defensive defenseman, yes. on that, like Rue Weedle, on that third line, I have no problem keeping Johnson. Just someone who will play defense. And who can cover Johnson's butt. Just like Dumoulin does for Latang. Mm-hmm. And that works well. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good plan. Or if we don't... What happens if we don't get the first round pick, though? The I still I still say you trade Malkin. Because you have Lafferty. So, so, um, who can play third, fourth line center. How about this question? Um, if Rodriguez. Rodriguez. If we do... And, and we're recording this Monday... Uh, about noon central time, which is about five hours before they announce the winner of the draft lottery, which will be one of the eight teams that were eliminated, the Penguins being one of them. Penguins, Rangers, Panthers, Winnipeg, Edmonton. Edmonton. Him on Edmonton would be scary. The Wild. Who's the other? Toronto. Oh no, don't let him go there to die. And one other team. Um, 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 um. Nashville. Nashville. Ew, poor kid. Don't go to Nashville, please. Okay, so um, that said, if the Penguins should 
win this lottery and get the first pick in the draft, what should they do with that number one pick? Should they take Lafreniere or do you trade it for a number of other first round picks where you can get quality, more, more quality players that can start for you right away? No. He's a he's a known. You know what you're getting. You take what you're getting, and you win now. You're not gonna get Crosby another chance at a cup than this team we have right now. I agree with you. You add Lafiniere. Yeah. Him and Gensel and Crosby on that same line. I just I thought you were saying that Lafreniere would come in and, and maybe play in Malkin's position on that second line. No. I'm saying you move Sherry down, play with Zucker and Rust. Hmm. And then McCann, Hornquist, that and Rodriguez, Rod, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. And then that fourth energy line. Yes. Ma'am. Basically, Lafreniere for Malkin. Okay. How often... Like, I haven't been following hockey for very long. Okay. But how often does the first round pick actually play the same as they did when they were, like... In juniors? In juniors. So so are you asking, like, how good is this Lafreniere kid? Yeah, like, how they, they, how well do you think he'll play in they, the they, NHL? They've been hyping him up. Been saying he plays the same style as McDavid, He's a, as Crosby. They say he is a... Like a hybrid between Crosby in at in that age prime, yeah. and McDavid at that age, so he's, he's got the he's, he's got be- the he's got the talent and puck handling ability of of Crosby, but then he's got the speed of McDavid. Mm-hmm. So, he's not he's not Jack Hughes, if that's what you're wondering. Yeah, that's kind of what I was no. wondering. Like, do you think he'll flop? I don't know. I I don't think so. Because because there's because well, there's only especially, been especially if he gets put in an organization. Like Pittsburgh or Edmonton. Right. Because it also depends because the Devils organization for Jack Hughes mm-hmm. probably wasn't the greatest place for him to go. Right. In order to play well. So I guess that also. The Devils plays is into a place that. where no one can play well. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Hall, <laughs> Subban, Heesher. Right. They all went there together. Poor guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Now, here's um, here's some important uh, NHL offseason dates. Um, uh, free agency opens on or around the 9th. I think they said it was either October 9th or seven days after the last game of the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, whichever one is later. So it can start as early as the 9th. It might be as late as, I think, like the 13th or 14th of October. Um, then training camps open November 7th, and we are back to regular season hockey on December 1st. So is this a shortened season, or are they just... They're going to... I think they're going to cram all 82 games. It may go a little bit longer than normal, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to cram as much as they can into, like, four or five months. So then by the next yes. season, So no all-star break? No, they'll probably still be an all-star break. No bye week, then? Probably. Probably not. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. So um, there you go. Uh, That's uh, that. Why don't we take a quick break, and then we'll come back 
with our last two segments, which are where we talk about the uh, predictions and who we think is going to do well and who we're rooting for in the playoffs to come. So we'll be back right after this. Penguin Stuff is brought to you by nobody right now. Uh, we would love to have you join us and be a part of our sponsorship. You can sponsor the whole pro- pod. You can sponsor the whole podcast or a segment of the podcast. And what we would do is we would just tell people about your product, about your service, about you, whatever it is you want to do. And all you got to do is hit us up at our email account, which is penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Penguin Stuff Official. So give us a chance and sponsor our dance. Welcome back from the break. All right, now we will talk about the uh, predictions and what happened. Let's freaking go! I think I only got like two things right, maybe. Bro, I know. Okay. So, uh, let's know. let's start with the round robin predictions. All right. Okay. So we played. We we we. Uh, the first game that was played was Philadelphia versus Boston. Mm. Each of us thought Boston was going to win, and they did not. Philadelphia won that game, so Which, we all started out. I was shook. O and one and O to begin with zero points. Yep. Then in the second game, Colorado versus St. Louis, each of us had Colorado. Colorado won by a score of two to one, and Abby actually got the score exactly right. Air horn. So we each got two points for that. Abby got the extra point for the exact guess. So Abby at that point was in the lead three to two to two. The only time ever. The third game was Tampa Bay versus Washington. Tampa Bay won that game four three. And only one of us picked Tampa Bay to win, and that was me. And I actually said it would be four to three. No, you didn't. It is written right there. Yeah, well, you're the you're the one who typed it up, man. How do we know? No, okay. Well, wait a minute. When we get down to the end, you cannot accuse me of cheating at all. He did the worst, apparently. (laughs) All right. So Tampa Bay uh, won that game four to three. So I got uh, a point for or two points for the right. Team. Guess of the team and an extra point. So that put me up five to Abby's three to Andrew's two. Ayo! <laughs> then let's just say, uh, for the most part, we all pretty much ate it <laughs> for a lot of this. I had um, Dallas. Now here's the thing. Here's, okay, so before <laughs> yesterday's games, all right, before the Boston-Washington game and the Dallas-St. Louis game, the scores were... Jim nine, Andrew six, oh. Abby five. Ooh, even with the correct score, okay. bud. Yeah, bad. What's going on? That Boston Washington game. I picked Boston. You two picked Washington. Hex, you both yeah. got that right. Bang. So that put us at nine. Jim, Andrew eight, Abby seven. <laughs> then the last game, Dallas St. Louis. Only one of us picked Dallas, and that was him. Dad gummit. So he won the the round robin round. Woo! Andrew ten, Jim nine, Abby seven. Told you guys. So I it was really you. close. Now, 
this. The play-in round. I also won. I know that. The play-in <laughs> round was much, much different. Do, do we want? Do we want to remind people how the scoring went? Was not nearly as close as the round robin. No, because Andrew was the only one who guessed the Hawks, and then he got twelve extra points. Um, and the he Yokes. wasn't the only one who guessed the Hawks. You guessed the Hawks. I did. Oh well, I lost. Okay. I also guessed the Yotes, though. Here's the thing. Okay, the so here was seeds. here was our scoring for the rounds. If you picked the winner, you got the po- the number of points that corresponded with the seed. So when Andrew picked Chicago and Chicago won, he got 12 points because they're the 12 seed. If you picked the right amount of games, you got double that. Hmm. Okay? Yes, ma'am. So, now, uh, Andrew picked four series, or three series, exactly right. Woo! Let's go. And he picked five out of the eight. Correct. Let's go. I picked, like, one, I think. So, Andrew... Picked the pens and four, which was zero points for that one. Bullcrap. Actually, I got the, the, the games right, right? Then he picked Columbus in five, which is what it was. Ninth seed, 18 points. Then he picked the Islanders in four, seven seed, 14 points. Then he picked the Rangers in three, and he blew that, so that was but zero I did points. I did get the right number of games again. Yeah, but three times zero is still zero. <laughs> Let's then just take picked, a moment. I got all those games the correct number of games. Then he picked the Blackhawks right. in five. They won in four, so he got twelve which, points. Which for was that. shocking. Okay. Then that he, was pretty who, shocking. With all the Blackhawks in four. Then he picked the who Jets. The Blackhawks. Then he picked the Jets in four. Missed that one. Zero points. Then he picked Vancouver in four, which is what happened. Seventh <sighs> seed, fourteen points, and then he picked the Yotes in five. Got another 11 for that. For a grand total in the round of 69 points, a grand total for the two rounds of 79, he's in the lead. Heck yeah. Because well, because he's the only one you've anyone. counted yet. <laughs> no, no, no. He is in the lead. And he won. Up to now. There's still three more rounds in the finals. Or two more rounds in the... Three more rounds in the finals. Okay, so... Abigail, let's go, boys. I will say this. Taking the whole. I did trash. As much as I love you, you sucked at this. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I don't need you to tell but me. But you got you got the Islanders right. Hey. And you got the Canes right. I said the Islanders were going to win. Yes, yeah. you did. Who are they playing? Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, that wasn't a hard one. <laughs> no, I just right? had a uh, Zach Gaston reach moment. So Who's she on got... their first line. Quick. So you got seven and six no points for a total of thirteen in the uh, play-in round. You got seven in the round robin for a grand total of 20. 20. So I'm you, only 49 behind, guys. Uh, 59 behind. 59. You yeah. know, what's yeah. the difference? 59. Everyone's Doesn't voting matter. for There's you. There's nowhere I'm coming back. Okay, so. Everyone's voting for you because you're I'm a whammy. A lady. I'm a whammy. The guys are listening to you for your. That's not. That's All right. So, uh, Jim, that's me. I got, I also got five of the eight correct however the ones that i got correct were not were i only i only picked one correct and the number of games correct so i got double once so i picked the the islanders and that was correct so i got seven there the canes i got six there 
The Blackhawks, I got 12. Then Calgary, I said Calgary and four, and it was Calgary and four. So they are the eighth seed, got 16 points there. And then I said Vancouver and three, but I got seven. And then um, I missed on the Preds, I missed on the Pens, and I missed on the Leafs. So that gave me... you guys would say the Leafs. So that gave me 48, 48 points for the play-in round, nine points for the round robin for a total of 57. So I am 22 points behind Andrew, and uh, and so there we go. Now that let's having go, been guys. said, let's go, let Andrew all the way. Let's go. Let's get your predictions for the round one matchups. I actually wrote so it out this time. Let's start. Let's start with Andrew. Oh. Flyers versus Canadians. Who do you got, and how many games? Okay, remember this is best of seven. You look at the Flyers. You look at the Canadians. Canadians barely weaseled out three games against a Pittsburgh team who was playing like garbage. It's true. The Flyers be the top three teams in the league, I think. Well, so, three of the top five at least. I mean, right now, yeah, they're looking like they're looking like world beaters. Shot. Let's they, just yes. let's just call it what it is. I'm calling the Flyers in five. I say the Canadians somehow squeak out. Uno. I I agree with you. Um, I think if Carey Price plays the way he did against Pittsburgh, um, they may squeak out one. But I'm still calling this Philly in four. Um, I think that that the Canadians are. I think they're going to be spent. I could be wrong. I don't see the Canadians winning a seven game series against Philly. I don't see the Canadians winning a seven game series against really anybody. Yeah. Except maybe the Penguins. Yeah. Because we were playing trash. <laughs> we played trash, yes. Abs? Um, I agree with you. I think Philly was playing pretty fire. Because, like, they were playing very well. So I'm going to say <laughs> Philly in five. Philly in five. Copy me, that's fine. Is that what you had? I had Philly in six, but then I was thinking about it, and I'm like, there's no way yeah. that yeah, the yeah. Canadians are going to win two. Okay. Uh, I'll start on this one. The uh, Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. Mm. This will be, um, be. I think this will be a little bit more closely contested mm-hmm. of a of a matchup. Uh, however, I think um, in my heart of hearts that Tampa Bay will win this. I think it'll go six. Um, Tampa. Tampa's a really good team with some really good players who will turn it on here once the playoffs get going. I don't know what it is about these playoffs though. Uh, I think I don't think we're seeing the best hockey that we can because of of the fact that the stands are empty, mm-hmm. and I just I don't I don't know if I mean it's what you're seeing what you're seeing is the raw talent versus the raw talent, mm-hmm. and if I go by that metric, I think Tampa wins this series. I think it'll go six. I like I like the I like the Jackets. Um, Goaltending, I think it's much better now that Bobrovsky's gone. Mm. Um, the tandem that they have of Elvis Merslikens and Corpusalo, Jonas Corpusalo. I think those two guys are really, really good goaltenders, and I think they will probably win a couple games for the Jackets. But I think ultimately Tampa Bay wins it in six. Abby. Yeah, I don't have nearly as much to say about it as you do, but I do think Tampa has a lot of talent with like 
Kucherov and Stamkos and stuff like that. But 20. so I'm gonna say it is. I feel Come like on. like what you said. It's gonna be very close. But I'm gonna say Tampa in seven. In seven. Mm-hmm. All right. Andrew. Okay. It gotta be different, y'all. Okay. I'm saying Blue Jackets. Of course you are. Just because. You look at the way they played against the Toronto team who, by your estimate, two times better, raw talent-wise, than the Tampa Bay Lightning. And they beat them. Also the fact that Tampa's used to be playing with fans in the stands, Columbus not so much. Alright. Kind of true. <laughs> so they, they, they have, that's, that's why the Canadians beat the Penguins. That's the Penguins' house is sold out every, every game. game. Mm-hmm. The, it's kind of true. The Canadians are barely pushing 50% every game. All right? So I'm saying Jackets in five. Five? Also, I, I say Tampa can't shake the fact that they got swept last year. They may mm-hmm. be trying. They can't shake the fact that they got swept by the Blue Jackets last year. That is true. Say those dark memories hit them first few games. They get back on their horse, but by that time, it's too late. Okay, well, we will see. Abigail, you get the next one. First up on the next one, Caps versus Islanders. Caps versus Islanders. I don't think there's a whole lot of competition there just because I feel like the Islanders, they were a really great team last year, but I think they just kind of this year. So I honestly think that the Islanders really don't stand a really great chance against Washington. Just because, I don't know, It's Washington has a very experienced team. Like, Braden Holpe has been in the playoffs for, like, several years. And so I just feel like all of that stacked up against... Stacked up against the Islanders, I just feel like... I feel like the Islanders don't have much of a chance in this one. So I'm going to say Washington in five. In five. Andrew. When you get down to it, Barry Trotz knows this Washington team. They haven't changed much. They have not changed much in the last two years. He knows how they play. And I think the Islanders can compete. I'm saying Islanders in seven. Risky moves got me to this point. I'm 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 not jumping ship on them. And also the fact that Washington... They looked like crap in the playing round. They lost to the Flyers, lost to the Lightning, barely beat Boston. Man, I tell you, tell you me. Yeah. Oh my God. Islanders in seven. <sighs> Heard it here, foist, folks. And you heard it here second because I also have the Islanders in seven. Um, namely because. For, namely because Washington, I think I think Trotz is going to have Washington's number, and I think he's going to know what buttons to push to get those guys off their game. So that's that's what I'm calling um, Islanders in seven. Andrew, you start next. Bruins versus Carolina. <clears throat> number four versus number six. 
So they played last year, right? Mm-hmm. Boston swept. But this Boston team ain't looking too hot. They're, yeah, their eye test uh, in that round-robin tournament was pretty lackluster. They got one point of possible six. Yep. Did they get one? They did. They lost to overtime in to the I thought Washington lost in overtime. I didn't think Boston ever lo- got to overtime. Washington was. Oh, let me look. 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 Excuse me. I saw her standing there. Okay, yeah, Boston didn't even make it into overtime. Never mind. I lied. It was the Blues. But anyway. So they were 0-3. I'm saying Kane's in 7. Carolina in 7. Carolina in 7. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I, too, think that uh, Carolina... The one thing that's going to hurt Carolina, I think, is the fact that they have... They swept their series... And they were done playing. Time like, off. They've got a lot. They've had a lot of time off. Not a lot, but they've had a, a week off. I think that could help. They'll, they'll be well rested and ready to go, or it could hurt them. I think it's going to help them. I say Carolina in six. Wow. Abby. Um. So, yeah, I feel like just with the way that Boston played and all the games they lost, and it's just like. They have a lot of talent, but just something about maybe it's the fact that they don't have fans in the stands. I don't know what it might be, but... Because Boston is another one of those places that's sold out like every night, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, they're not playing like they did in the regular season. They're not, they're, they're just not. And so I think Carolina has a very good chance against them, so I'm also saying Carolina in six. In six. They're everywhere. Wear a mask. Keep others safe. This has been a public service announcement from the Penguin Penguin Stuff Stuff Podcast. Podcast. Thank you. Yeah, back to our regularly scheduled programming. (laughs) Okay. Now we move to the west. Let's move to the west. Moving to the west. Abby, why don't you go first with this one? Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's start with... The golden. No, let's start. Let's start no. down at the bottom. Let's start with the Blues versus the Canucks. Okay. Uh, I believe you mean Canucks. The Canucks. The Canucks. Okay. Four v seven is what we got here. So I thought I really thought coming into this, St. Louis was going to do a, a butt ton better than they actually did, but they like they stunk it up, man. The Blues did really bad. I was very disappointed because like I have a lot of friends who are Blues fans, and it's just like it's disappointing. And I really, I wanted them to do well, and I think they could have, but there's just something about it. They don't have the energy that they did before, and Vancouver had a very, a very um, unexpected win. In my eyes, I was not expecting them to win their series at all. Um, So I'm going to say Vancouver's going to win the series in seven. She's tweaking, bro. So you have Vancouver in seven. I do. I have Vancouver in six. I think the Blues are 
not well. There, There's yeah. something wrong there. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe it's the uh, the cup mindset. Or or and and here's another thing. Who knows if if these teams playing in the round robin actually put all their chips on the table. It's, it's also true. true. So they may come out and you know. It seems like every time I pick against Boston, they win. So pick for Boston then. Guys. Okay. So Andrew, what do you got? I have Vancouver in five. In five. So five, six, and seven. All right. No. Andrew, you give us a start here on the Stars versus the Flames. Mm. I, 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 I know. There's not much to say here. I like Tyler Sagan. I hate the Stars. I hate the Flames a bit more. When we come down down to it, the Flames are the harder checking team. They're bigger. They're muscular. They're hot. Get it? Because they're Flames, you know. It's it's just. (laughs) I'm dying of laughter. Anyway, Flames in six. Abby? I said literally the exact same thing. I don't... I like Dallas a lot. Like, I like their team. I just like... I really like Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. I like those guys. But I just feel like Calgary coming off their win against Winnipeg, I feel like they're going to have more gusto to win it, in my opinion. So Calgary in six. Guess who else said the exact same thing? Calgary and six. Great minds think alike, I guess. Apparently ours do too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So we got the number 12 abs versus the number 11 Arizona Coyotes. Uh, I'll start this one. I really like Arizona. Mm. I like their players. They got Phil Kessel. They got a couple other uh, ex-Penguins. Goligoski. And I really like um, I really like Rick Tockett as a coach. He stole Phil from us. And um, um, actually, no. He, um, but I do not think that the Arizona Coyotes will be able to keep up with the speed and the talent of the Avalanche. I think this will be a relatively short series. I think it will be Colorado in five. Dude, I said the exact same thing. Dude! What? Crazy town! Oh my gosh! (laughs) Crazy How about you, Andrew? I have the abs in four, just because. You want to be different? No. It's Arizona. It is Arizona. They squeak by the Preds. That Preds team is old. (laughs) It is. They ain't got... Oh my gosh, what is that? Oh my goodness, what happened? Is that the uh, That's the centerpiece of uh, one of those giant... Wind turbines? Wind turbines. That's yeah. a fat boy. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. in, in about, Y'all were in the Midwest, in case you couldn't in tell. A, in about 10, 10 minutes, you'll see the propellers. The propellers go by, three of them. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Cut. Yes. Avalanche and Far. In Far. Far. What are you It's Arizona. Arizona. And um, I just, you know, they didn't look too hot against Nashville. That team is old. Right. Slow, yeah. Er, hurting. And if you can't play, if you can't sweep them. All right. I don't see how you 
even compete against an elite team with as much young talent as the Colorado Avalanche. Uh-huh. Agreed. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to work for them. They're going to try. They may squeak a game out, but abs and four. Okay. Just because I want the points in case you guys <laughs> do say abs and five. I'm not going to win it anyway, so it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. All right. Last series Golden Knights versus Blackhawks, Abby. Y'all already know who I'm picking, bro. Yeah, we really do. I I like the Blackhawks. I really do. We're in Illinois. There are many a Blackhawk fans here. Andrew Wingo, if you're listening. Hey, if you're listening to this, go check out Andrew Wingo's podcast, Cucumber Talk. You really should. I've never listened to it, but I've heard it's really good. Go check it out. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud maybe. I'm not sure. Do it. Anyways... Um, I don't think the Blackhawks have what it takes to beat the Knights. I just don't. Okay. Like, the Knights aren't necessarily a particularly good team, but, like, like they're not necessarily elite. But I still feel like they're playing really well right now, and they're coming in off win after win after win. So I feel like that momentum's going to keep the Knights going, and I feel like the Hawks don't really stand a chance against that. So how many games do you think this is going to go? Six. So you say Las Vegas in six? I do indeed. See, actually, the reason that I'm picking the Hawks in six is because of that very fact. You said that they come in win after win. They're going to be playing probably down to their opponent a bit. Mm -hmm. And the Hawks have so much more to prove. Hmm. All right. They're constantly, you know, bet against. I think that gives them the momentum. Plus, Dominic Kubalik. Oh my gosh, that, that kid is like incredible. He's insane. You got Taves and Kane, along with Nylander, Saad, all the other like, like not, I don't want to say mediocre, but average, mm-hmm. average players who can step up and you know feed your young elite guys as well as your older elite guys. Plus. Corey Crawford's been there, done that. Robin Leonard, I mean, he's played in, like, the playoffs, but, like... But also you have the fact that Robin Leonard knows these guys. He was traded from there at the deadline. I don't know. I'm just saying... He was there for all of... Was was Leonard... I thought Leonard was with... Wasn't Leonard with the The Islanders? Islanders. Last year, and then free agency. So he spent the whole year with the Blackhawks. So he didn't play. Till the trade didn't. He did. He played a bit. Yeah. I mean, he still got training. He wasn't. He wasn't like a, scrimmages. Well, he wasn't not. like the number one. No. In, Crawford in Chicago. Was. Um, I agree with what you're saying. Um, the Blackhawks really are a team at this point, and so I mean, so is Montreal. So is so is Arizona. They're playing with house money at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody expects them to do anything. Um, you know, they got in by the these, team. these teams, you know, you look at this list of teams, if the playoffs had started uh, when they were supposed to, well, if if they hadn't done this format, Montreal's not in, Columbus isn't in, Chicago's not in, Arizona's not in. So those four teams are basically playing with nothing to prove. They're just... I mean, they just can play as nothing loose as they, lose. nothing to lose. Everything to prove. Right, and so and so, um, 
I think that will I think that will translate well for the Blackhawks, and I think the Blackhawks will win this series. I think they will win it in six games, as you have also predicted, Andrew. I think uh, that is what is going to happen in this series. Six games, Chicago. So there you have it. Abigail has two of the series going all the way, the Tampa Bay series and the Vancouver series. Andrew has two series going all the way, and that's the Caps and Islanders and the Bruins and Canes, and I just have the Caps and Islanders going all the way. So it should be, and and uh, I have one sweep in Philly. Andrew has one sweep in Colorado. Abby has no sweeps. So uh, here we go, round two, or I guess this is literally round one of the actual playoffs, and uh, we'll see what happens. So with that said, uh, let's move on to our last segment and that is this it should be pretty short this is kind of the last question who do you guys like in the rest of these playoffs uh who are you rooting for versus who you think will win it all you already know who i'm rooting for i'm a a blackhawks fan now you know jump on the ship burn all my jerseys which i didn't have any to begin with so you know but uh blackhawks i think you know i like them they're all right I like them better than. What in the world is that? <laughs> one p.m. It's one p.m. Oh. <laughs> the Siri tells you what time it is. That's funny. Okay. Anywho's. Cut. I like them. I think they they actually do have a decent chance. I think Ch- chance. Chance. <laughs> but also, you know, I think that's who I'm voting for. I'm voting. That's for who you're rooting for. Rooting for the Blackhawks. Okay. Who are you? Who do you think will actually win it? I think right now you look at the teams. I say the finals was supposed to be Pittsburgh. Gosh. But we're going to get laughing there, so it's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. We're gonna, it's going to be the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Colorado Avalanche. Okay. All right. Those are my picks and, for the Stanley Cup finals. And who will, who will win it? The Avs. Okay. Abigail. There's no way you don't bet against the Avs. You don't bet against the Avs. Uh, well, there's... Yeah, there. I don't. Hmm. Words. Bo- <laughs> words are hard. There. I don't know. It's hard to not see your team in the playoffs. Like we were, we were so close, and then we just stunk it up, and it was very sad. And I'm like, kind of like not really wanting to like vote for anyone else. I think Colorado has a really good chance, and I like Colorado. I also like Dallas. I don't think Dallas is going to do very well, but I'm voting for Dallas because Dallas has a place in my heart. So if they make it, I'll be happy. But I don't think they will. But so I'm I'm voting for Dallas. But I think in the final, it'll probably and it kills me to say this: Philadelphia and Colorado. With who winning? Colorado. Okay. Um, Philly. I I said earlier that I I like the the Arizona Coyotes, and um, for reasons that I mentioned, and. Um, how can you not like their jerseys? Their jerseys are the pretty cool. I mean, those are those are pretty cool. I like. Uh, so I guess I guess I'm rooting for I'm kind of rooting for Arizona. Really? Um, I'm also. Notice how none of us are rooting for East Coast teams. She's like, you can't that jump the west as far west as we can go. <laughs> that, yeah. that goes against my moral standard. <laughs> well, China isn't playing in this series. I said, pick. No, I'm kidding. Um, 
they gave us the coronavirus. It's <laughs> all their fault. So, um, sorry, didn't mean to get but political. But I think though. I think the finals are going to be Colorado, of course, and Carolina. Dang, that's a bold prediction. Smoked, almost I, as bold as my Blue Jackets. And I think I think I think Colorado wins it, uh, but that's that's my prediction. So, okay, so that is the Penguin Stuff podcast. You know what we didn't say, and, and I mentioned it in the intro, but I didn't mention it since we've been talking, and that is that this is our silver episode. This is episode twenty-five. Oh wow! Dang, and this is like my I, second or third. Maybe. Look how look and at so, where we started. Yeah, in the attic <laughs> with the. <laughs> Bad microphone. Yes, if very bad. And now we're down here on the first floor oh. with a less worse mic. This isn't bad. This is a microphone. good microphone. It's a good microphone. We need more than just one. Much, yes, we need to get. Like, so, hey, if you want to send us a uh, microphone, hit us ahead. up. Yeah. <laughs> Email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. Or on Instagram and Facebook at penguinstuffofficial. Or you could call Abby at home at. No, just kidding. Don't I'm joking. Five 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 four one two three. Five 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 five. All right. <laughs> well, that's the uh, podcast. We are planning on doing another podcast after round one is over. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, what happened in the draft lottery, who got the number one pick, what that's going to look like. Penguins, ah, yes, let's go, Penguins. And Lafayette, 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 Lafayette. That's such a fun name. Okay. Like and uh, and so we will talk to you then. Uh, be looking for it. Could you imagine Doc Emmerich trying to say Lafayette? Oh, he'll do fine. Doc Emmert's got a smooth. Bro, I was listening tone. to him. He's 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 on his last leg, bro. He's so confused. Shh. Like if you yeah, listen to that, he's like, that. and the puck's skittering at the McCann, and he picks it up, dumps it into the left side of the, I mean right side. I'm sorry. It's like, are you talking about talk, not Doc Emmert? My you're talking about no, Mike, talking Lang. Mike, uh, Lang. Yeah. Mike, Mike Lang. Mike Lang. Yeah, I meant Mike Lang. I'm sorry. Mike, Mike Lang. Yeah. Mike, Mike Lang. Lang. Is yeah. Going, yeah. I, I don't disagree with That's you. That's what I meant about. I'm sorry, Doc Emmerich. I love you, man. You know, we're brothers in Christ, bro. Go, Doc. Doc, uh, Doc is the man. I love Doc. Doc man, is the mythology. You know, we, we should see if we can get him on the podcast. We should. We should see if we could do an interview with Doc Emmerich. I bet he would love to do an interview. Jesus, you love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Doc. <laughs> All right. Well, Automatic that's it. Blood brother. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Uh, be watching <laughs> for okay. our. Uh, next podcast, uh, we might do a, a vlog or two. Uh, might be some blog posts coming up too, so keep an eye on that as well. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm Jim. I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. And we will see you on our next episode of Penguin Stuff. Let's go, Pens. <laughs>